0: up? My name is Ashley Nicole. Welcome to Thoughts and Questions. This is the podcast. Here we discuss current events, trending topics, and whatever our thoughts and questions are. Nothing's off limits. So if you're ready for a great conversation and a good time, let's go. Hi, And welcome to Thoughts and Questions, a weekly podcast where we discuss current events and trending topics. I'm your host, Ashley Nicole, and welcome to my channel. Today on Thoughts and Questions, we are going to discuss black owned farms, a conversation about with Barack Obama and Oprah about troubles in his marriage, and a couple other positive things that we have going around. Um, What we've decided to call these things are shining stars. So today's shining star is a group of 10 uh, business owners in the Atlanta area who decided to purchase $40,000 worth of groceries for Atlanta shoppers ahead of Thanksgiving. Um, The article posted on BET four days ago by uh, Paula Marina says shoppers in the Atlanta grocery store got a special Thanksgiving surprise when they were treated to free groceries by a group of entrepreneurs who took over the cash registers and paid for nearly $40,000 worth of goods. For two hours on November 22nd, 10 generous business owners took to the helm of all 12 cashiers at Kroger on Wesley Chapel in Decatur and assisted customers who were checking out. Um, in this world with so much going on, people's unemployment being held up, um, people not being sure about their jobs, um, the fact that people are still out there doing stuff that's this nice, taking money out of their own pockets when they aren't even getting the money that they were like accustomed to getting, what do you guys think about that, that they're still willing to take this chance and put their foot out there like that for other people?
1: I think that's amazing. Um, anytime, like you said, especially in the economy and the world with the pandemic going on right now, if you're willing to donate like your funds to a good cause or whatever cause, maybe it's not good, <laughs> but to a good cause in particular, I think that's pretty amazing.
2: Well, I also think that, uh, that, let's be realistic here, uh, it was certainly a nice gesture, uh, but there is certainly a segment of the population um, that is, um, how do I say it, uh, almost uh, recession-proof, I guess, if you will. So it, it's while it's a good gesture and you, know, you see these things during the holidays, um, which, is, again, it's always nice, um, but let's not lose sight of the fact that um, um, a large portion of this country is still operating as if there is no pandemic in certain aspects, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately for us, we're still getting paychecks, Uh, we're not missing a beat at all you know thank the lord for that um and hopefully you know things like that continue and hopefully everybody else who's been derailed are able to get back on the tracks as well um but let's just keep that keep that in mind
1: and just note that we don't have forty thousand dollars to give to groceries sorry that'll hopefully be spent over my lifetime or our lifetime
2: (laughs) two months
0: I mean sometimes me and Greg talk about this and he's like we'll talk about like a random amount of money and I'll be like cool i step to you right now and give you a million dollars what are you going to do and he'll be like I can't spend a million dollars in a day and I'm like how? that's easy. that's you very can't. Easy. that's one thing dollars in a day that's a boat that's one boat that's not even the boat that's going to pull your boat. that's the one boat that's going to ride out red flavors, yes, but
2: mm-hmm. I'm more realistic
1: where would a third of it go
2: you get that much money, you dollars a day for an entire year. Plus. So no, my brain can't uh, figure out how to blow a million dollars that fast.
0: It's not blowing it if I then start a show called Below Deck and then Marissa watches it and we get views. <laughs> be creative get that back right there's always a way to get the
2: just about to spend a million dollars getting a house new cars putting the rest in the bank
3: that's pretty good you know uh this time of the year is the highest time for suicide rates and all kind of tragedy so to bring joy to people who Um, are unable to provide for themselves or have some type of misfortune is always good. Just the thought should be what counts. So it's dope to them, even more dope if they did it and weren't looking for the recognition for it just to do it, that's awesome.
1: So that's the thing um, I like what you just said, Chitrone, or about the whole holiday thing. So I personally, I do not celebrate holidays. And I mean, I have several reasons. But the main reason is because I am a Jehovah's Witness. But um, also, I just feel bad around this time because a lot of people that do not have the means to do things like they are depressed. They do feel bad. And I just feel like if people didn't place or if the world didn't place such a value or a lot of I don't know what I want to say what word I'm looking for, but um basically a lot of value (laughs) to these added pressure yes a lot of pressure then you know it would be like any other time like it'd be June or whatever but no we place so much emphasis I think that's what I was looking for emphasis on you know this holiday so we go from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's Eve to New Year's Day So it's just, like, all, like, bam, bam, bam. But I think, like, the two most important ones are um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And especially Christmas, I mean, it's, like, you know, you got to have a whole bunch of gifts. And I just feel bad. Like, I work in a high school with some teen mothers. And I know, like, they're out there trying to hustle and get money just so that their child can have, like, this amazing Christmas or this amazing birthday. And they're only six months or a year old. I'm like, they're not gonna even remember it, you know? So, but I know that I come from a different mindset, but I do feel bad for those.
2: Well, well, you know, as somebody who's not a Jehovah's witness um, and who does celebrate these holidays, I, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think that um, if you need to live within your means, uh, if you're a person um, that can, uh, if you're blessed and fortunate enough to be able to do, then do if not then you need to hold them reins back you need to uh hold on tight to those purse strings and so many people don't you know come the birthday i gotta have this big huge bash i gotta have this big huge shindig for all these people that may or may not like me you know come christmas i gotta go you know buy gifts for everybody no 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 now we're financially speaking we're fortunate enough but we don't do that you know And, and and it just comes down to for me what's important you know, I love being able to spend Thanksgiving with the family. I love being able to spend Christmas with the family. And that right there is the most important piece. You know, people love to put a lot of stock in that whole, oh, you know what, I bought my mama this Christmas gift. Or, you know, I, I took my mom out to, uh, to Mother's Day dinner. But you know what? The day after Mother's Day, what are you doing? The month after Mother's Day, what are you doing? You know, are you still hollering at her? Uh, are you doing it just because for her? Or is it just putting all that stock into until uh, two or three times a year. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people is they don't spend the time during the rest of the year and they try to make up for it um, on a few days a year. And that's the problem I have, you know? So I, I think that, you know, certain people need to get those priorities, you know, back in line and, and figure out what's right. You're absolutely
3: right. We call it clout chasing. If you're doing it just a clout chase, Mm-hmm. And I'm cognizant of it. At least I hope a lot of well, a lot of people aren't, but people just be out doing stuff for clout. So if it was advertised, those in the group of individuals got those groceries, and you know, hey, didn't want a, a bunch of attention drawn to themselves. I'm just doing it just to do it. That's what I really like to see when it's sincere, you know. Uh, but more more oftentimes is more oftentimes than not it's not so. But more, but at the end of the day, that's neither here nor there because the the, the the only people that won was the people that needed it. So cloud chasing
2: or not, so people got helped and that's what I like to see. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and there's plenty of people that are out there that are doing good regardless. Like for example, there's this, uh, um, for those of you who may be familiar, the Kalamazoo Promise. Um, so it's students who, who, um, okay. who go through the uh, Kalamazoo <laughs> School District. They're able to uh, have their college paid for. Uh, they have a certain percentage based upon how many years they were actually in the Kalamazoo School District. So if they did the whole time, then they'll get 100% paid for. And wow. if they the do. The private that, or public yes. in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to this day, the the actual donors of that caliber promise have not revealed themselves. Now, people have guesses as to who's getting involved. But you know, you have programs like, like that. Jeter. Like Derek Right, Derek <laughs> Jeter made me. But he's never come out and said, hey, I'm one of them. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, There's and one. I think, and I like that because these people are doing these things for the right reasons. And it's, you know, it's about the kids. It's not about me trying to get a little more shine. You know, so there's plenty of people that, that you know, thank goodness are, are, are still nice and fortunate and doing things for the right reason. And I, there's one other thing I wanna share. I should have said this earlier, but back-to-back ministries, uh, one of my co-workers, uh, one of my dear friends, um, Ian Heskett, he's gonna be, him and his family, they're actually um, um, gonna be leaving from the department that I work for, and they're gonna be um, going to Mexico. They're relocating to Mexico, and they're gonna be doing mission work for at least the next three years. Um, so shout out to them and they they said that the Lord put this on their heart to help others Um, and actually they're going to be in Mexico like I said around the Cancun area for the next three years under back to back ministries they're going to be living off of uh, pure donations Um, you know we contribute to it as well as well as some of my other co-workers and they have other people that are doing it but uh, you know for them to uproot their family and, and to make that change doing it for the right reasons that's you know it's people like that so definitely shout out to them
0: if you can get their um, information or give them like my email I can definitely post that stuff too okay. okay we can get our donations to them for that trip and then maybe next time we're in Cancun for non-ministry reasons we can <laughs> have a ministry moment <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, Like yeah. I'm not going to lie but if I see you I, I got time for you I, I'm here to help if I can yeah, if yeah. you can't
1: remember at the time when you were in Cancun right
0: Catch me in the day. No, catch me day one, day two. Catch me before I get alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just let's just be clear. Gonna almost die. So
2: You can't catch me any of the time I start as soon as I get down there.
0: You gotta start on a plane.
2: Oh, yeah. God. I'm gonna have to start on a plane that time we go. The last flight I took was so horrible.
0: Barack Obama recently did an interview with his good friend, Oprah, and was detailing the fact that, you know, through their um, time in the White House, they had some struggles. Um, And he said, I think a lot of couples understand and have experienced when you've got an external stress or a pressure in some ways, um, can simultaneously bring you closer in a marriage. But if you can also put, uh, but it can also put strains on a marriage and our marriage was no different. Um, I would say some of our most, Stressful times have either been times where we were like doing things with family or traveling. Uh, it's the like the fact that like my suitcase weighs twenty pounds too much, or like why he didn't get up earlier, or why like the paperwork isn't it, with the bags. Like there's a variety of things that everyone has done wrong. The reason why um, you know my hair is on fire, but you know. I think once we actually get there and then the fight stop and it's like, okay, I do love this person. Mm-hmm. Say it to yourself, I do love this person and I'm going to have a great time. What is it that you think? Like, is this something that we find before um, marriage or is it something that you find like in marriage where you're like, okay, I'm about to knuckle down and we're gonna push through this and we're going to have a good time because I love this person and I'm not gonna hit him in the face with the volleyball. Even though he made me get a sunburn on my ear, but anyway, only sunburn I've ever had.
2: You made you get a sunburn from not listening.
1: I definitely think that it's something that you find like during marriage because I think before marriage it's all like roses and everything. It maybe that maybe everything is not roses, but at the same time, it's nothing like living with someone every single day and like like I'm literally married to you, like I. I have to deal with you regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just for, for me, I think is you have I think you find it in marriage. Okay. You may disagree, but that's what I think.
0: No, I, I agree. I think um I had no, like I said, if somebody would have been like, This is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, I would have been like, Oh, I'll be in prison. Oh, okay, I don't have to worry about any of this because I'm in prison. That's free food. I don't have to pay taxes. I don't have homework. My mom can't text me in capital letters. Um, I had decided I was fine with it. Like his family, I was like, I'll go to prison. I'll still see Jennifer from time to time. It's fine, it's fine. Um, And it's like, I think there was a point, it's like looking at him and like looking in his eyes, it was like, I had to like separate the problem from what felt like the person it was coming from and then just really look at that problem on its own and be like this is not this person this is the situation and i'm going to like find the sanity to push through
3: well i think it's important that um in marriage that you have an understanding that um, no matter what not not to respond to things that's temporary. So if you're arguing or a situation has came up, or um, et cetera, it's a temporary thing. And you've uh, made vows to each other in the name of whatever your higher power is to stick it out through thick and thin. So. a lot of times people feel like they have, they're they communicating things or they're experiencing things that they can't come back from. And then the next day, they're totally fine. So, you know, you just you push you push through it and you don't give up. You know, it's not a quitting thing like uh, Marissa says, like, OK, this has happened. We're going to experience it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to communicate it. We're going to work through it. And then a month from now, we're not even going to remember a year from now. We're going to bring it up and laugh about it. So I think that's the point. Um, is to try to solidify something so that you're not dealing in temporary, and try to make permanent solutions about stuff.
0: I think that's a really um, positive way to look at it. Um, most of that shit is permanent in my life. <laughs> like I hear you, but like that's just who those people are. So I don't really see that as temporary. Um, you gotta find your boundaries and allow people to facilitate their existence either in them or outside of them as they see fit. And I think marriage made me be like a grown-up and like okay like for the first time I was like I don't care how what happens we're not doing this. And like younger I think like even in other relationships like all my boyfriend's moms were like terrible hateful people just like the worst useless bitches for no reason. Um, i will say like three of them, their moms were like super sweet, wonderful people. Hey, um, but <clears throat> not the rest of them, just terrible. And it's like, that's something that I feel like amongst women is kind of okay. Um, you can know that like a woman is terrible and they'll just be like, oh, well, you know how she is, or, you know, she's just old and bitter or whatever, but nobody's ever like, you want to hug? You want to talk about it? Maybe not be like that anymore. <laughs> So I think that um, that strength that you develop from the craziness is also like positive across the board. So the fact that they got that, um, the president and uh, the first lady got that like in the White House and they were able to maintain um, there hasn't ever been a president that was a sitting president to be divorced. Um, I don't think one's ever got divorced after office either. You kind of just, that's your life now. That's what you do. Um, I do like how Michelle Obama was like, no, I don't want anything to do with you all. Like I'm about to go sit in this house, pick these dishes, and then I'm about to go home and enjoy my life and I'm not coming back. So I think that's awesome that she had that type of, um, not utility, but almost like freedom in space to just be like, no, I still am not um, gonna push myself to be involved in this situation that I don't want to. And to see that type of, Like I feel like the world would have benefited from Michelle Obama being in a leadership position, but no one is mad at her for not taking that role. No one is like, how dare you let us down? Um, But it's like, if we can go ahead and flip sides, she's talking about Tiana Taylor, we've got someone who is being held in a job that she doesn't even wanna be a part of anymore. Kesha, um, or even back to Prince when he had written Slave on His Face, there's a long history of musicians who sign contracts, and this is like pretty much entertainment is the only industry where you can't like quit your job. Um, like if you think about how many times Tony Braxton had to claim bankruptcy because of how her contract was lined out, um, then you see Kanye being stuck in his contract. I thought you could quit a job, and like there might be penalties because you know that next shift was counting on you. But I don't know you, my soul. I don't know you, my creativity. And it's like, even in this area, like if I had a boss and they were like, no, you're going to do four episodes a day. Like, no, fam, like that's, I, I can't, like that's not. Problem hmm. is that
1: people, I feel like, okay, first of all, if you go into the entertainment energy industry, they have a long history of terrible contracts and just all these horrible things. So it's like, shouldn't you know this before you sign up? Yeah, but we'll
2: be real too with that though. Um, you know, you you you're, you're coming from not being known, and all of a sudden somebody's like, "Hey, somebody's promising you riches and fame." You don't care about the fine print at that moment.
3: Well, well,
2: well For for most most <laughs> most people, There there's a select yeah. few that do, but for the most part, you don't care. You don't care about that uh, uh that fine print at initially. It ain't until you start getting your foot your your, your feet. And firmly entrenched that you start to say well well let me see what else is going on here let me start asking the questions but by the end you've already signed and and, and now you're kind of locked in at that point so
1: people need to start speaking but, to people and, like and master p well well,
2: well well but then here's the thing though when you when you don't have any leverage when you don't have the leverage then you 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 can't say too much you you either take it or leave it And if you don't, believe me, if you don't, they will find somebody else. I mean, they turn out boy bands all the time. They find, they turn out the next new person. They got songs written. They just trying to find a person that fits whatever mold they listen to. Giving them that song, and that's going to be the next Cardi B, or that'll be the next Nicki Minaj, or that's going to be the next whoever. It's all manufactured. So
1: remember, just remember that, Ashley. Remember when we had that wonderful conversation about crushes and all that stuff, and he said he didn't have any? And all that stuff but look you see the two names he just came up with I didn't, I didn't hear anything. anything i didn't
0: hear anything <laughs> i heard nothing i didn't hear
2: heard them <laughs> yeah great
0: um,
1: you for therefore part of that conversation i
3: mean
0: <laughs> i will say i don't understand so, why cardi D gets to say nigga and it's just a personal question
3: i want to just speak on it real quick so coming from somebody who um has been in the entertainment industry and actually have has dealt with contracts. I think I don't really have a lot of sympathy for a lot of those individuals. I can understand being in a vacuum where you didn't have access to information or the resource tools to understand contracts, but I was a teen, teenager and um, I had the wherewithal at least to understand like, hey, I, I shouldn't be signing this. Tiana Taylor, um, um I don't sympathize with her saying I was oblivious to what the contract is. The issue is, now that I'm in this contract and I've established myself, I wanna get out of it, but it's a contract, it's a legal document. You can't break there it. there to be rules. For, instance, for instance, if Tiana Taylor dropped a hit single, right? And and it, it's, it's exploding. And then the label says, okay, we're about to drop you. She would have issues, right? It, she would that have issues, right? Because she would say, hey, you have a- are you dropping me? Because right. they're going to own that record, right? She don't own a master's to that song. We're going to drop you now, right? You're not going to you- be able to get all the stuff that you're going to want to be able to get with this song. They would breach, they would violate that contract, right? And on the where's second-
0: the rules say- in the contracts? Say again? Like, as someone who's taken law classes, you can say from the music industry, there are no rules to these contracts. There is no type of code. There's no standard. There's no, this is the norm. It's like, hey, bend over, open your butthole. Let me see which side I want. There is no reason for Kanye's contract to basically be his life. What the fuck is Britney Spears? Go to her Instagram. That's not the Britney Spears we grew up looking at. That's not the girl from the Mickey Mouse Club. What the fuck is that? Like all profanity included, what is that? That is either like a zombie or a robot or a woman who's being drugged and held against her will. And we all just watch it on Instagram like it's normal.
3: That's the industry. In reference to the contract, you're sitting there and you're presented with something. Nobody is holding a gun to your head saying that you gotta sign it. Now I understand. It sounds like there are me, in some cases. For me, several when people I was are presented saying that there are guns involved. When I was presented with a contract, I was in a situation where I was like, Okay, if I sign this, it will be an extreme boom to my family, right? It's in my best nature to sign this contract. However, I still, and my father, we still went and got an outside lawyer to review it. Two people that was in my group, they just signed it outright. I don't care what it is, we're about to make money, right? So everybody's personal stipulations is different on basically AKA signing your soul away. But what you can't do is sign, sign your soul away and the whole time while you've had this career, it was nothing wrong with this contract. But once you get to a certain point in your in your career you want to get out of the contract it don't work like that fulfill the guidelines of the contract and then you can get out
0: that's not how it works in any other arena
2: Well, you know i also wonder with uh with regard to the entertainment industry i don't know too much about it uh obviously from except from some what little i saw on like uh like behind the music or 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 the one on tv one the, the the thing you know but but like uh, I know part of that too like they always come up with um, they always say the same thing about upfront money because when you get into the industry entertainment industry um, you're, you're fronted money you know you're fronted money for videos fronted money for publicity and all of this and they take a chance on a lot of people on a lot more people that fail and do not make ever make money than the ones who who actually wind up up being a success so I wonder how much that actually plays into it as well because for every 10 that you that you pull up maybe only one of them may actually bear you fruit
3: you're absolutely right that's the primary part that catches people it puts you in the red so your bonus that that signing bonus money so for instance uh, uh, meg the stallion and the the baby they both have are under that kind of uh, situation now where you are provided a certain amount of money okay and that upfront money you obtain it, but what you don't realize is that money is an instant debt. So let's say, hey, uh, uh, Delacy, I'm going to hire you to my company. We're going to give you a million dollars just to be hired, right? And your offer letter, if you get terminated, let's say within the period of three to six months, you're going to owe us back that million dollars for that signing bonus, right? Things of that nature, just like in the military. Greg okay. knows if you come in the military and we give you a signing bonus for a job in the military, and then I don't know, a year or two, you get eight, you go eight wall or something. We want that money, bro. So mm-hmm. you have to produce it commission. You have too. to produce enough money to allow us to recoup that cost. Which, which, what's happening is that's just that right? So now I'm sending you to these studios. I'm booking time. Now I'm booking these photo shoots for you. I'm, I'm getting you all this wardrobe. I'm loaning out all this jewelry. We got to do videos. We got to fly you here. These plane tickets, you got to eat. Oh, by the way, you bringing three or four of your homeboys with you. You got this entourage. You get what I'm saying? You just bought your mama house. So let's say the bill is a million. And that's typically what it is. That's typically a million dollars, right? Million dollars up front. Okay, your manager gets 20% of any kind of income that you obtain. So now your million dollars is what?
2: Yeah, that's uh eight 800. we going to tax
3: the government, want they tax, right? right. How much right. is it now? Right, that's another half. <laughs> so you're down to 400. So you're not a million dollar man. People will profess that to you and come up with this image saying, oh, I got, I just got signed a million dollar deal. You just got maybe $300,000 guy, but, and you're spending money. You just bought your mama a house, got her out the hood. You just told your mama to stop working. Now you now you got an employee you got to take care of. <laughs> Guess what? Insurance ain't cheap. Now you got you, your three homeboys, your mama, they all need medical insurance. You just bought. You just signed a mortgage on a million-dollar house. Your mama got a house, utilities. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff, and then instantly, like that, you're a slave. But uh, what wind up happening with entertainment industry is they stopped. And this same thing with Tiana Taylor, they stopped artist development. It used to be a while where you would get signed and then you got coached up through that label. They just didn't instantly drop you. But now everything's so fast. Everything they just spinning people out. Like DeLacy said, we're just looking for the body. We're just looking for the body. But back in the day, you used, to get, you used to be coached up and you was made knowledgeable about that stuff. Like you see guys now, entertainment, they can't even speak. They can't even interview. They sound so ignorant and they can't talk and stuff. But back in the day, a label would be like, I'm not letting you get on TV sounding like that. I'm not letting you get on TV dressed like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things that portray into it. But again, just like Dave Chappelle, he's now saying like, hey, I want everybody to stop watching my show because I'm still stuck in this contract that has not paid me enough for what I'm supposed to be getting paid for the for the Chappelle show. That's why Netflix pulled it down because they got the relationship with Dave Chappelle. And it's all contractual. Dave Chappelle ain't arguing the contract though, like Tiana Taylor. He's saying, look, I know I signed some crazy stuff. And at one certain point, y'all came back to me and gave me some money. But y'all just sold my show, the license to Netflix, and y'all ain't give me none of that. Cut me a check. If y'all don't cut me a check, I'm gonna use my platform to tell people to stop watching it. Oh, by the way, I got a relationship with Netflix. I'm gonna just call them and ask them to take it down. Netflix took it down, so it makes Comedy Central look like the corporate monster that most entertainment companies are. You know what I'm saying? It sheds light on that, and, and people like that. People like Tiana Taylor, people like Dave Chappelle, people like Kesha. When they come out and speak like that, when Kanye, whatever, blah, 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 that's what it's gonna take. Because a lot of these artists are in these contracts, not really making a lot of money, and nobody knows. So it takes those people, you know, those flag bearers that bring awareness to it, and hopefully, you know, you get some mentorship and put that information out so people are just not signing, signing their lives away. Yeah.
1: I think it matters on who you are because, I mean, Dave Chappelle is pretty well known. So is Kanye West, Tiana Taylor. I know about her only, to be honest, only because I saw a few men talking about her on Facebook and how bad her body was. And when I looked it at a, one of the Warshore shows and I saw her wonderful body, I was like, "Oh, she does have a banging body."
0: She bad. Um,
1: but I do not <laughs> know not one song. Kasha, I think I know right. her music, but don't ask me what it is. I,
3: music.
1: I have no idea. <laughs> like. Sure. I don't you are not.
3: correct. You are correct. So Kesha, Kesha at one point had like the biggest. Down, it was. She problems. was big. Yeah, she was it for yeah. a hot second. But you write about Tiana Taylor. And it was that's not the about garbage other... bags.
0: But keep in mind, Tiana Taylor came out on my sixteen, my sweet sixteen. She's twenty nine, and you don't know any of her songs. But you see that body. You see, or well you may not. But she owns like a nail salon. Straight creativity. I've never seen her touch anything that wasn't like my brain would never come up with that like I'm creative but like there's levels and like I'm here she like up here like her brain is crazy and so for her to not have anything known and to have been out 15 years I can't but I she got think, from a family okay, with money
1: so she was on sweet 16 okay so obviously her parents must have had some money for her to be on sweet 16 Mm -hmm. Something I really do for her, for being her situation. She she wasn't poor. Everybody with money
0: doesn't know how to get a good lawyer.
3: Again, Tiana Taylor, in my opinion, as a consumer of entertainment as well, I'm a fan. I buy entertainment. I have an opinion on who I like, who I don't like. She's not a person. That's the trap as well. You can get a million dollar deal. Or even more. Some people, that's what we did. I just rounded it off, said a million dollars. Some people get more. But if you don't got the talent to recoup that cost, Tiana Taylor, if you're not being she able does. to produce a mega hit, you about, about to be SOL. But
2: if they you hired you because of it.
3: flesh, because you got the body, and we can market your body, whatever, blah, blah, blah.
0: Then you. What are we watching JLo for? Her voice and her vocal abilities or her complicated dance structure. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry i like, I like her dance. JLO had her teens yeah. out. And we J-Lo all made, remember that green dress. The only thing it. that was covered was her belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I was like six, I recall. Like that was she was like you she definitely she has some
1: other things going on for her.
3: Yeah. Yeah Jennifer Lopez is probably I don't know what a Taylor song i'm a consumer that's my point was. only thing i know about her
2: she was in that so uh, she got an kind of entertainment
3: work. contract for music mm-hmm. and doesn't have the ability to recoup the cost of whatever that advance was that she probably used to start the uh the businesses that she, uh, 16 uh, actually you want saying,
0: her to still follow the same rules and expect the same things and do the same thing and like that blows my mind. But like, where were her parents crazy. at? There you go.
3: That's what i saying. It's like, we got to have some accountability. Everybody's
0: man. got smart parents. I'll wait. You you work at a school.
1: Everybody's got smart parents. So who are her parents that have this money? Because, they're, I mean, not that you have to be smart to get money, but I would think that you have to have a little smarts to have some money for you to be having these big blowouts with 16s.
2: Not even yeah. to have money to keep money. I would assume if you've had money for a period of time, there should be a level of intelligence and uncertainty go. in the fact that you're doing that. There is no. But I'm just care. saying, doubling back like years for Years, years.
3: Let me look at
0: my contract. You ain't do that, y'all. Is dogging my girl, and she is one of the most talented.
1: Okay, so okay, so what she said? Because I watched that video that you sent me, Ashley. So mm-hmm. if she's gonna, if she says that she's really passionate about working with up and coming artists and being behind the scenes does her contract prohibit her from doing that?
0: From my understanding, can. she can't wow. produce the music. Like, she's not getting actual beats. She's not getting producers. She's not getting merch support. She's not getting online marketing budgets. She's but I'm not talking about, if she works for budget. another
1: artist, though, if she's working for another artist, like, if she's helping the artist, the other artists, like, if she's helping me mm-hmm. become, like, this great person, mm-hmm. does that mean she's not going to get kicked by from helping me it's not
0: about the money i think for creatives it's like say you want to have a channel that's fine but for like every moment i'm working on your channel i'm not working on mine so um like there are some people who like will not work on other people's projects before theirs um i follow the money like if you're my client and you're paying me then i'm going to prioritize your things like as we have set forth like whatever we agreed upon I'm going to make sure that happens. But there are some people who don't believe in that at all. And they're just sort of like, like you no, I'm going to get ahead.
1: It sounds like she was down for like, I'm going to help up and coming artists do their thing.
0: But what yeah, does so that have are, to do with got- her producers and her beats and her marketing budget? I'm helping other people, but what is she getting in return for that assistance?
3: So there are clauses where uh, your contract can say, you as the brand... Whatever you're naming yourself, but any income that you make in this realm, in this sector of business, we own we own percentages and we we own part parts of it. No so what they actually have to ask permission. Mm-hmm. You know, some uh, Fat Joe just got finished doing a, a podcast with uh with Maya and said the reason why he liked being independent, because he said as a as an alpha male, as a man, it's hard, well, it was hard for him to go to this person who uh, that sits at a desk that knows nothing about music or the industry and ask him, hey, are you gonna push this record? Hey, are you gonna give us a marketing budget for this single? He said, you know what, screw that. I'm not signing more records. So yeah, you can't be trapped in a sense where of, uh, you might have a friend and you might wanna, they might be trying to come up, you got a- information, whatever, you're gonna have to do that pro bono. You know, what if you produce a hit for somebody and now you told me just, because you can't can get I, no money If we go them.
0: viral, if I post this yeah. Thursday, and they're like, oh my God, Melissa's Glasses, seven million people watched it. And we go yep. viral. And i change changed my phone number and dip out. <laughs> Y'all is gonna be like, all right, Jesus, I'm gonna need you to find her and like <laughs> drag her back. Like, that and, like red, that, and it's like that, right? Like, but that's contracts and like, it... <laughs> I would never do that. We technically have a loose contract, which is why I texted you. When I get money, we all get money. I'm saying it on camera. We're all fine. I'm not gonna steal the money. But look at Greg. Look straight face. Greg was stealing. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, cousin. Uh, I but, promise I would not steal. Look, no fingers crossed. I would not steal the money. We're just we're not, not
0: toes. Toes. What?
1: That's what I was thinking. What about
2: them toes, dog?
0: but contractually (laughs) the way the internet works is like this is content you all are on zoom everybody could have hit record technically you could all own our own separate copy of this content but like once it takes it down and it's like in my computer i then own that content so technically like if i do this for somebody else and you have like a teacher podcast and like somebody gets on there and they're like oh i hate marissa she's terrible da 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 and they get drunk on wine, and then they call you the next day like, I'm sorry, Um, could you cut that out? You'd be like, no, I want your job. I'm leaving it in. (laughs) (laughs) So there are, like, I do understand the point of contracts, and like, I have been in contracts and been screwed over and been happy that I had the contract to fall back on. Um, I do get it on both sides, but it's like, I feel like entertainment is something that's so intimately personal to each of us in our own way and the people in these industries seem so unhappy and so attacked or um i just don't hear across the board of some musicians specifically being happy that aren't superstars on top
2: well you know what let me ask this i got two two things um first um and again i don't know how these a lot of these contracts work but uh, it seems like on like behind the music and, and and that thing that they have on tv one is always um this thing where they're supposed to produce x number of albums and then they can get out of their contract i thought that was pretty standard but you saying, but are you guys saying that there's some contracts that are that, that are pretty much for life um so to answer that immediately so
3: let's say i sign you to a five album deal and I'm going to also include uh, Tiana Taylor because Ashley just mentioned this, right? She's not getting support from her label. So I signed you to a five album deal. You make two albums, they wishy-washy, they don't do too much, whatever, right? As a label, I know I'm probably not going to be able to recoup the cost that I've input into you. So it's called shelving. We're just going to shelf you, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to support you making albums, right? But if you make your own album presented to us like Drake did with Young Money, right? He had the capital and stuff to fund that, Tiana Taylor might might not have that or isn't passionate to do so um then you're just stuck until i get those albums this contract is binding so in in that term it can seem like for life because how in the heck am i going to be able to get three albums out you know because it's still art you know i'm passionate about my art right i don't want to put out anything uh-huh. right and then depending on your interaction with the label if you complaining like Uh, Young Money with Lil Wayne and Birdman whatever, I might not even talk to you or even try to address anything with you. I might stop your royalty checks from coming in. I might have been some pervert that said, hey, we'll support you if you sleep with me. It's layers to the entertainment industry. It's layers to the entertainment industry where Tiana Taylor might be like, I could oust this person that's causing this rife, this, this situation in my career, but then my career is shot. So it's, it's all kind of stuff to it. And we just hear what we hear. But she's currently in this, shel- in my opinion, a shelving situation. Because it's like, it's, it's a reason why they're not funneling producers to you. It's a reason why you're not getting a writing team. It's a reason why other artists aren't trying to come and feature you songs and et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You're just shelved. You're in some type of but situation it, where your hands off to that label. Because if the label knew that, they can make money justify? off of you. They want their money.
0: but is i will say that's the that is probably the problem tiana taylor is not a pushover she ain't nobody's you're gonna do what i said so if she's not about to bend that pretty ass over most men in a lot of rooms have a problem with that and if you aren't um facilitating the fantasy of being um quiet and patient and subtle and appropriate and not a problem like if you're not that then yeah you're gonna get shelved and they're gonna pick the girl who's pretty and quiet whether she's got blonde hair or not like it's just I think in and I don't want to say it's all men some men are wonderful DeLacy you seem like a wonderfully nice person Citrone we've met um I just think that there are <laughs> no, like, We well, were together, work. so clearly you're busy too, <laughs> you, still, <Greg.
1: laughs> you, still work, you still
2: work.
0: Work, right, like no. <laughs> I mean,
2: it, it's good to be recognized outside of the home. Clearly, it's not happening here.
0: Right, <laughs> right. He definitely just made a tic tac about not being. Appreciated Don't worry. tic tac That's still my man.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: No. But um, it, I do think that like you see more of the like, and like the jury is kind of out about Jaguar, right? Whether or not she is stable. But the um, there is a, a long standing practice in this world about women who are not to be tried and the obstacles that is perfectly acceptable to put in front of them, whether It's her getting a job or voting or driving or making choices about her body. These are choices that I feel like are not left to the people that they affect. And I like to sing in my car sometimes. I think, you know, maybe one day I'll get drunk enough and go to church and just do it. You know, I'll just, I'll just be drunk at church and I'll just, I'll just let it out.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute, why? Well, why, 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 I, I, that, that, that's the confusing part.
0: Because you drank from the night before. Then you go sing to the Lord and be like, I'm sorry that I'm a drunk. Hug. But anyway, and the music industry, I feel like it's just a lot of corruption and smoke and mirrors. And unfortunately, in this world, a lot of industries are picking up that type of behavior where um, it's not about what's right for their customers or for the employee Um, It's not necessarily what's right for the people involved. Um, Definitely
1: not. I'm sorry. I work in education and they don't care about the kids. So I know for sure these other industries really do not care.
0: Do you want me to leave that? Or like, cut that?
1: (laughs) No, that's totally fine. (laughs) In education, they do not care about children or students.
0: I think what she was trying to say is that there are people in education involved in the powers that be that do not care. Betsy DeVos specifically can suck a dick, but um, I, I know, I know what you meant. It kind of just meant like you were like, everybody but me hates kids, but I think. Oh yeah, no,
1: that's definitely not true. No, there's definitely people yeah. <laughs> who love kids, like. Right, right, like, yeah. Like, sure who want to be there. I mean, like, my son, who's six years old, has an amazing teacher that I think is just wonderful, you know. Um Delacey, you know, he's Mr. Perfectionist, so he can always find something wrong with somebody. But anyhow, me
0: and I- you haven't you haven't said anything about the podcast yet? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> So, I will say, I know it's because you haven't seen the whole No, he's way, being, but. he's
1: like, he, he likes to be nice and whatever, but trust me, no. I get it all. Okay. Or not, no, I can no, take no, it. So, so no, but no, there's for sure. Some people in education who like pour out their hearts and literally are doing it because that's what they want to do. But especially mm-hmm. usually people in the higher up positions, that's making a lot of money. That's really not a lot of money because if you look at yeah. what people are making education is really not that much. Like you take superintendents salaries which is to me the equivalent of a ceo of a company they don't make nearly as much of a ceo of a company it's it's just quite sad but whatever education is great my name is marissa you can find me on instagram under unofficially candy
2: i Johnson. I don't have any uh, Instagrams or any of no them other handles so Whatever you got on social media, you just want to be attached to Marissa stuff, then cool. I yeah, to, if
1: you want to yeah. find him, you have to come through me. Yeah, I guess so,
2: cause I don't have, cause I haven't been on Facebook in years.
0: So. Don't do that on my platform. No,
2: I got three requests that I have to be honored no. yet in the last couple of years. I have been on it, so... <laughs> I'll
0: let me see you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Come stay back, and we're gonna finish the episode. Thank you guys so much. There you go. Have a great night. Thanks. This will post on Thursday, and I'll send it to you Wednesday. Okay. All right. Have a good Thanks night. All cousins.